This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 167, The Man Who Quit Money, an interview with Daniel Suelo, part two, by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in personal finance five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dan Warren. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And if you've got any topic requests for us, maybe an issue that you'd like to hear us cover that we haven't covered yet, or maybe an author whose blog you have stumbled upon and you'd love to hear that author uh, read to you on Optimal Finance Daily, come let us know. And you can do that by visiting oldpodcast.com. Today, we are back with a continuation of Monday's episode. So if you didn't hear that one yesterday, uh, episode 166, you should probably check that out first. So today's makes a lot more sense for you. And before we get into it, if you didn't know, this is one of three podcasts where we read blogs to you. So if you like hearing amazing content from the web being read to you for free, check out our other two podcasts just by searching the word optimal in the podcast app of your choice and uh, they should come up for you or you can always come by our site oldpodcast.com. And that's it for now. Let's continue our interview from yesterday as we optimize your life. The Man Who Quit Money, an interview with Daniel Suelo, part two, by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. Question four. Your spirituality is clearly an important part of your journey. In what ways have your spiritual beliefs strengthened you for this journey and lifestyle? I mentioned above that this is about faith. Faith is eliminating unnecessary thought, trusting that everything we need comes as we need it, whether it is the right thoughts or the right possessions. Faith is being grounded in the eternal present. This is the common truth of the world's religions. Question five. What are some of the most important lessons about money, people, and society that you have personally learned over the past 12 years? And did any of these lessons surprise you? Most important, is that I've learned our true nature lives moneyless, giving freely and receiving freely. Even the most staid CEO is human underneath and gives and receives freely with family and friends. By cultivating this nature in myself, I can see it in others and it can be cultivated in others. When our real selves are cultivated, the gift economy is cultivated. Our unreal selves, based on ulterior motivation and all the nonsense, drops away. I've been surprised at the intensely angry reaction thousands of people have had at my living moneyless. It used to bother me, but now I realize that anger doesn't come from people's true nature, but from the facade they build up. The facade is threatened by reality. Who wants to hear that the basis of our commercial civilization is an illusion? Money only exists if two or more people believe it exists. Money is not a physical substance, but merely a belief in the head. Money is credit, and credit literally means belief, e.g. credibility. Money is literally a creed and the most agreed-upon creed or religion in the world. And what fundamentalists won't get angry if you question their creed? Question six. The reality of today's society is that most people will never make the full leap into moneylessness like you have. Do you believe that your lifestyle still offers important inspiration for individuals and families? And if so, in what ways? As I said, we all live moneyless at our core in our everyday actions with friends, family, and even strangers. People tell me almost every day that they find living this way inspiring and even comforting. Even if people don't intend on giving up money, they can still find that it isn't the end of the world if they lose their money. 
If you are not religious, it is comforting to be reminded that life has flourished in balance for millions of years without money, and why should it fall apart without money now? Nature evolved you from an amoeboid to a human over millions of years with zero money, so why should nature give up on you now? How is it that when natural disasters, tornadoes, earthquakes, tsunamis, hit towns and cities, people suddenly forget about money and start helping each other? It's comforting that we have a true nature beneath the falseness and ulterior motivation of commercial civilization. And if you are religious, it's comforting to know there is profound truth at the core of your religion, whether Christian, Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, Taoist, Sikh, that actually works if you practice it, that it isn't all a lie. If we don't practice the core truth of giving up possessions and ulterior motivation that every religion teaches, then of course our religion becomes a destructive lie, as we see all around us. Question 7. What are the practical steps individuals can take to free themselves from their pursuit and bondage to money, even if they will never live entirely moneyless? People get overwhelmed unless they realize that all the tools they have are here and now, and steps can be taken right here and now. Everybody, no matter how entrenched they are in the money system, can freely give and freely receive. Freely giving and freely receiving is our true nature, is true humanness, and everybody is human. As I said earlier, it's about being real, cultivating our true nature, and everything else falls into place and all the falsehood drops away, no matter what station in life people are in. Even if somebody is totally skeptical about what I am doing, I challenge them to make it their goal to be totally real with themselves and with every human interaction, and I propose they will then know whether or not I'm living a pipe dream. Somebody once commented that our cities and towns could not function without money, but I say they and the world can't function right now in the present system. Take classic American suburbia, for example. People don't know their neighbors, and everybody has their own cars, computers, TVs, lawnmowers, washing machines, etc., as well as stockpiles of food and land they could grow food on. All we need is right here. But the only thing that's holding us back is not physical reality, but belief, dogma. What if we actually spoke to our neighbors and agreed to share, like we learned in kindergarten and in church? What if we realized that we could share cars, computers, washing machines, have dinners together, etc., which would not only save us expense, but would save expense on the environment, and as a bonus, put smiles on our lonely faces? Then cities and technology would start serving us rather than us serving them. But what's holding us back? Not reality, not scarcity, but only our thinking. As far as going all the way and living without money, people often ask me to teach them survival skills. Often I feel like I don't know many skills, that it's really about determination and getting up the confidence more than actual skill. Sometimes I tell folks to imagine something really silly. What if somebody offered you a million dollars to live without money for a year? I guarantee most people would figure out how to do it, skilled or no. This is about finding a determination, a motivation greater than a million dollars. Question eight. I'm curious how concerned you are about spreading the message of living free from money. I know you had the book written about you, you maintain your website, and you have agreed to this interview and various others. Is there a message you believe you have inside that is important to get out? And do you look forward to your story continuing to spread? Yes, I now have a strong urge to spread the message. At first, I just wanted to live my own life, whether or not anybody else took notice or not. Then I realized a message was erupting in me that I could no more suppress than an erupting volcano. Our society is not sustainable, and we are not only heading rapidly into, but most of the world has already reached, disaster due directly to our being trapped by our own beliefs. I want to shout this out to the world, but talk isn't enough. 
It must be talk with action, right now. We could debate whether or not Paul Revere was trying to gain attention for himself, or we could simply take notice that the British are invading and we have to get off our butts. Thanks so much for your time, Daniel. I really do appreciate it. Your experience is unique, at least in our society. As a result, it provides each of us an opportunity to reevaluate your own opinions and views on how we choose to live. And for that, I am very thankful. You just listened to part two of the post titled The Man Who Quit Money, an interview with Daniel Suelo by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. And once again, if you like the premise of this show, please do check out our other podcasts in the Optimal Family. That would be Optimal Living Daily and Optimal Health Daily. You can find them wherever you're listening to this podcast. And that's gonna do it for today's episode. Have a great rest of your day and I will be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.